0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Free My Thinkers. What's going on, y'all? It is your man, Big Brother Tucker, one more time. Now, before I even start this, I'm giving y'all a disclaimer. If you don't want to hear a discussion, based on a sexual topic, then y'all might want to go ahead and skip past this segment, all right? Just go ahead, blow past it. Because I really am passionate about what I'm about to discuss here. Because I deem this as some outlandish bullshit What might this be? This is the victimless crime of prostitution. That's right. The world's oldest profession, selling some ass, that here in the great state of Texas is illegal. The irony of that is one of our most legendary things was a place called the Chicken Ranch. There have been plays based, about, based upon the Chicken Ranch. There has even been a movie The movie's called The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. The movie is based, for the most part, in truth. Um, They took a few liberties, but research, research it yourself and you will see. But yes, the world's oldest profession, and because it is Texas, we did it bigger, we did it better. Last week, there were 46 men arrested and a prostitution sting. Now, the details they give... These were not children. These weren't pedophiles. These were simply some dudes trying to purchase some. (laughs) Now, on a moral level, I understand it. I I get it. I get why uh, prostitution is wrong morally. I, I get that. But we can't legislate morals. They tried that. It's called prohibition. Remember how wonderful those times were? And it did nothing to actually stop the flow of alcohol. So prostitution. The exchange of sex for money. Why is it illegal? Why is it a crime on the books? I had a buddy of mine to say, Tuck, only reason that it is illegal is because they can't tax it. Oh, bull. The government can find a way to tax anything. There isn't. A single solitary thing that cannot be taxed. Hell, if you want to be technical, you actually have to have a permit to do a garage sale in the city of Dallas. You actually need a permit to set up a lemonade stand in the city of Dallas. It's ignored because it's a garage sale and it's a lemonade stand. But technically, if somebody wanted to be an they can either tear your stand down, shut down your garage sale, and fine you for not having gone through the proper channels and acquiring a license to do something that damn simple. So, why isn't the same rule applied here? You treat prostitution like any other self employed or entrepreneurial business. You make mother go fill out an LLC, register it as a business, and tax the hell out of them. Instead, Y'all make it a, oh, it is illegal. You just can't go buying a woman like that. They selling, so I'm buying. Not me personally, but y'all get the idea here. I worked inside strip clubs for well over 15 years. I've known a few pimps. I've seen a few hoes. In reading the article and why they arrested these 46 men at hotels in Frisco and Southlake, now, if you now for those of y'all that are listening that don't know the DFW area like that, Frisco and Southlake ain't cheap. Those are some high six-figure area codes and zip codes, right there, boys and girls. So they set a sting up to catch high-end John. That's a slang name for, in case y'all didn't know, for people who try to buy some ass. They set it up. They got popped. They popped a high school football coach and teacher. They popped a youth pastor. They popped a uh, director. Of a large metroplex hospital network. Those are the ones they caught. Okay. Again, they didn't say that these men were buying underage um, individuals. They didn't say these. They, they didn't say these men were um, purchasing trafficked women. But in the paper, in the story, that's how they portray it. They portray it as this is how we stop sex trafficking. I do hope y'all know that the majority of the women that are selling ass are not being forced to. Because in the article, they even refer to it. Let me, read y'all the, let, me, let me read y'all the quote here. When you think of trafficking, you think of streets in Dallas or Fort Worth or strip clubs. But there's a lot of demands in the suburbs. I don't think of sex trafficking in strip clubs because I know when we ran it, you had to, I need, to, I need your ID. I need to verify who you are. If you didn't have ID, you couldn't work. The reason you don't do it in in strip clubs is because it's way too easy to get popped. If you are forcing um, a lady to go there against her will, it's, it's too easy for her to get out there. She could tell one of the dancers, the desk could tell management, management. It's too easy to get popped there, so they're not going to put them in strip clubs. And so far as the street worker, well, that's pimping and hoeing. That's not necessarily being forced. But like I said a moment ago, I know some pimps. The trick to pimping is manipulation to actually get inside their head to the point where they believe they can't live without that pimp. Now, that's a whole other topic. I can say manipulated and being forced to uh, two different things. The way they are making it, the way they are trying to approach it is they were doing a great service to stop sex trafficking. That's what the the prostitution ring was about. They just did a simple little online um, website, an online back page offering goods and services in exchange for money, and the fellows took up on it. Hence, they were arrested and charged with soliciting prostitution. Now, let me tell you what you can get for soliciting prostitution in Texas. For trying to buy some ass, you can get up to two years in jail and $10,000. That is a third-degree felony of drug possession. If you are caught with up to four grams of cocaine, you can get two years and 10 grand. So what they are trying to tell y'all is a dude who is trying to willingly pay money to a woman who is willing to provide a service is the same thing as buying dope. That is exactly what they're telling us. Why, why is it? Why, why is this like this? Because when I came up, a crime needed a victim. So who's the victim in this transaction? He's willing to give up his cash. She's willing to give up that ass. Who is the victim? And as I researched this particular topic, they actually have a phrase for this. It is called a victimless crime. Then it ain't a crime. It ain't. Is it morally wrong? You bet. Is it antithetical to the Bible? You bet your But we also know that trying to legislate morality ain't what's up. It's not. Because if you really want to start legislating morality, what about all these couples out here just shacking up? Are y'all going to start going through the record books to see uh, what couples are living together, going through the census? Who's living together? Oh, this man, this woman. They have different last names. Up oh, Premarital sex, take them to jail. That's a fine. Well, if you're going to start trying to legislate morality, just don't stop at prostitution, let's go on and take it to premarital sex too. Shacking up. And if you talk about well, I think that some, I think that some of these people. This is how we're gonna stop the sex trafficking. You know, sex traffickers use this, uh, uh, forcing these girls into doing, you know, the sex, blah 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 blah. As I said a minute ago, I've known a ton of strippers. They are dancing for one of three reasons: they are rebelling against the way they were brought up; they are having a, they're they're in a rough spot in a life, and and need cash to make it day by day to the next chapter of their life. Or, and this is my favorite, I'm just doing this to pay my way through college. I love them. But those are three general reasons that dancers start dancing. And yes, sadly enough, most dancers are doing some of that that back room. We don't talk about that VIP room. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But I digress. The point of this is why is it what it is? I agree, it is not. Morally right. It's not cool. But to give an individual the same amount of time that you would give an individual in possession of crack cocaine for trying to buy some ass? Come on. Now the point I was about to make a second ago is when they say they do this try to cut down on the sex trafficking, which say Partner, believe you me. If they if they sex trafficking, they're not doing it in hotels in Frisco and South Lake. But if that's the reason y'all are saying That y'all want to crack down on this. That's why y'all put together this thing that arrested 46 um, customers. Then are y'all going to start uh, arresting the people who have uh, Mexicans doing their lawn service? I'm keeping it 100 with y'all. Most of my Hispanic brothers and sisters, especially here in Dallas, they ain't exactly legal. But they bust their ass. They work hard to keep a roof over uh, over their family head. They contribute to the community and they provide a service. But they provide a service without legally being here. Does that mean y'all going to start stopping every single Hispanic owned and operated yard service in the city and start asking to see papers? I bet you won't. But I mean, if you want to cut down on the illegal immigration, should y'all start doing that? Because I'm using the same logic that y'all are using on why y'all set up this prostitution sting. So to cut down on sex trafficking, okay, well, let's just start crushing all Mexican law services to cut down on illegal immigration. Again, and y'all better not touch my lawn people because they do a hell of a job. It goes back to what it is. Most of these people, this bull, that's all I can say about it. It's just straight bull. Because they know that most of these people that are out here selling that ass ain't doing it under coercion or being forced. They doing it because, psh, It's quick cash, and it's the only way they know. For whatever reason that they have in their head, for whatever place they are in their life, this is what they choose. Again, for the umpteenth time, is it morally wrong? You bet. Should it be a crime? Should it be illegal? Hell no. Next. (laughs) Now, speaking of laws that you may or may not agree with, my baby brother, Frosty, He's all for constitutional carry. In case you don't know what constitutional carry means, it is a law that about half the states have where you can carry a weapon on you without having to have a license. I get it. Second Amendment, big fan of it. But I also understand people. And when you give people carte blanche an open check like that, You have far too many situations where things can go wrong. In the last eight months alone, there have been incidents. One of them happened, uh, I think, last year in Louisiana, Monroe, where a store clerk had um, shot a guy, and a robber, and he is now charged with uh, manslaughter. We have other incidents here in Dallas where a customer at a store shot a would-be robber who was um, fighting two store employees to get away with his stolen goods, and the uh, customer shot him. We also have an incident where there was a store clerk who shot two guys stealing beer out of the store. For the most part, they're all very similar. And I will do my best to try to break them down one by one and why I'm not a fan of constitutional carry. And and actually, I think I may start there. The reason I am not a fan of constitutional carry is because you have the average person who does not understand the laws and how they work. You have people that would say forever, all you got to do is shoot them when they are on your property. Eh. That's not exactly accurate. Well, as long as you get them in the house, again, eh, not exactly accurate. See, there are so many, he said, she said rules and laws that people take the last thing they heard and run with it as gospel without understanding that laws are subject to change year to year. See, that's my problem with constitutional carry because most of the people that constitutional carry haven't been through the training and learning of the laws that licensed people have licensed people have to do classes go through training um, and it's not a long class it's actually uh, nowadays it was it's just a you know i think i say one day class but with the proper teacher they teach you when you can when you can't the 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 rules of engagement to discharge your firearm the majority of the people once you tell the people hey if you get a gun you can carry it the majority of the people don't understand or care to learn these laws they watch action movies and get their laws from tv they don't understand what's real and what's not so you create a lot of these of all the situations i just overviewed for you you create a lot of these vigilante style situations now the situation in louisiana now louisiana is not an open carry state okay but i will I'll give you that situation because it's very similar to a couple of situations that happened here. in the situation of the Monroe, Louisiana store clerk that shot the robber and the situation of the 7, 11 clerk in Dallas that shot the guy stealing beer. And the situation where a, um, a store clerk was being robbed and the clerk shot the robber and also hit a patron in those three situations by Texas law whether you like it, love it, or hate it. Once that person is running away from you, your right to use force is diminished drastically because by the Texas state law, you are no longer in immediate danger. They are now running away from you. And in all three of these situations, these people shot them while they were running away. And in, those, in all three of those situations, Those people have been charged with manslaughter. And of course, you're like, but they tried to rob them and they are ass wrong for robbing. I believe if you are a thief and you get shot, then you get what you get. But you have to understand the law. You can be angry. You can feel violated. You can be pissed off. But if they are running away and you pull that trigger, you officially just became the bad guy too. Is it right? Not, I mean, hey, that's up for a jury. Me personally, no, you walked in with a gun, you waved it around, put it in people's face, you get what you get. But it goes back to the point of, this is why I am not a big fan of constitutional carry. I believe that if you're going to carry a weapon, you should know how to use that weapon. I'm just not a big fan of, here you go, have a good day and hand them a gun. Now, the only one I left outside of that is the patron that shot the robber, In Houston, because this guy wasn't necessarily running away. He came in, surveillance footage, please go look it up. The surveillance footage shows the guy coming in, robbing the folks, and then slowly leaving the restaurant. The guy that shot him waited till he got past him, and that's what you call a counterattack. You wait for your moment, then you take action. That is a bit tougher, because he was still close enough. He wasn't running, and he was you know, close to the patron, he could still be deemed a viable threat. So uh, I don't know how that's going to play out. But again, it has been referred to a grand jury. It's just one of those things that's a personal bug to me. I'm all for Second Amendment and I'm all for carrying your gun. But I prefer for people to know what they are doing with their gun. This is real life, not a movie. I found myself in situations where I've had to drop my gun on people in restaurants twice, no shots fired, nothing of that. Uh, nothing had to, nothing drastic had to take place because again, I understood the scenarios in which I could pull that trigger and none of the requirements were met. Police came out and handled the situation. You know, I kept him at gunpoint until the police got there, but that's the difference between someone that has taken the class and someone that's just taking a gun. So constitutional carry is cool. It's a great idea. It's in the amendment. I'm, I'm with it. You know, having, having the right to bear arms is, you know, it's literally our inalienable right. But again, I'm just not with just giving anybody a gun and saying, have a good day. You know, if, if you want to drive a big rig, you got to have a license. Hell, if you want to operate a forklift, you got to get trained to have a license. But we're just going to let anybody carry around a firearm? It just don't make sense to me. It just don't. Well, that's it. And thank you for listening to another episode of Free Mind Thinkers. In case you ever want to see the graphics and videos that go along with these wonderful podcast segments, don't hesitate to check us out on our visual platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and Bitchute. You can find us there under the same name, Free Mind Things. Check us out. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and dare to think differently.